going on, everybody? You know why I got this hat on? It's the new 302 Mafia teaser out, and our producer, JJ Seggs, who you guys are going to see later on the show tonight, told me I need to have more of a Mafia mentality. I, I don't know. I don't really like it personally. But anyway, how's everybody doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Pretty good. Can't How about complain. you, Dutchie? You're looking extra sexy. Did you get your tips refrosted? Maybe. Maybe if you get lucky, you'll yeah, see that later. Terrible. Yeah. Those look terrible. They look better they look than great. whatever you think your facial hair situation is. I think he went to the same uh, parlor as my grandmother. You guys know who has a conflicting view about parlors and barbershops and where he wants to go? My guy, Kevin Durant. Jack's guy, really. Jackson, take it away. Is this guy coming to Philly or Boston? Uh, yeah, I think I think he's going to probably stay at the Nets, uh, honestly, uh, because I don't think the Sixers have enough money uh, to uh, spend on him, and I'm not sure about the Celtics. I don't think the Celtics need him, per se, because they're, like, unstoppable. And, I mean, they have Jason Tatum. They have Marcus Smart. I mean, they don't really need him. But, yeah, we, would, we need him, but at the same time, like, can we afford him? You know what I mean? If he takes a cut, then yeah. But if he's asking for a lot of money, I don't think we can afford him. No, I don't disagree with that. I think that that's a very, very fair point. KJ, what are you thinking? Um, Honestly, for KD, it seems like I, I kind of agree with what Jack's saying. I think he probably will stay with Brooklyn. I mean, I heard some reports saying that he wants to leave because they are not going to get rid of Steve Nash. He said it's either me or it's Nash. You got to get rid of one of us. And I think they're really committed to Steve Nash right now. And it just seems like they want to, like, move on from him. But we'll see what happens. I don't know if I can see him being a sixer, to be honest, because I think we would have to give up too much, to be honest. I I'd be great with uh, getting rid of Tobias because we get rid of that whole contract and th that whole um, that whole situation that goes on with Tobias. And then Maxie would kind of be kind of sad to get rid of him because I still think he could still ball out and he's got a lot of potential. So, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about KD, though, because he is older. He is one of the great players in the league for sure, but I don't know if I really want to risk losing Tyrese Maxey. I don't know. No, I agree with that. I mean, we got a real young, young talent and a really good player. Um, and for somebody to come here for one or two years and for it not to work out, that really scares me. But, um, I mean – I think that where he's thinking, if this is the choices that he's narrowed it down to, I got to give him props as an NBA player because I think that both of these teams are uh, good landing spots for him, in my opinion. I mean, I don't have much else to say. Josh? Uh, yeah, I've said it for eight months now. I would give up everybody besides Joel Embiid for KD. I mean, losing Maxi, yeah, that would suck, but like, I would do it to get KD. He's the greatest scorer of all time. So I don't, there's not. To me, like, there's not any resistance on this. No, I think that that's a fair, fair point. Um, I mean, like, looking at it retroactively, if if we want a championship from it, one championship from it, it would be worth it, in my opinion, because it's been a drought here, and I think we all agree with that. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I feel like you're pairing up, like, two of the greatest scorers in the league right now. So you're not, like – you're not guaranteed a title, but I think it's a better chance when we have net. Like, I'd rather, like, give up everything and win a title next year than, like, continue to build for the future. I don't give a shit anymore. Like, we've been Plus building they, for the future for, like, 15 years now. Yeah, we've Plus been building I, for a long time. <laughs> I don't even think he's going to move, too, when you think about Because, like, the owner came out this week and said, 
I'm going to do what's in the best interest of the Brooklyn Nets. And if he thinks the best, it's he made it sound like it, he thinks the best interest for the Brooklyn Nets is just to keep KD and not make a move. Wait, what? Say that the, again, Tom. The owner of the Brooklyn Nets. Follow along. Yeah, I know. I know. After after some Wednesday beers, you guys are a little slow. I didn't drink anything. You had, well, a, the owner you had a shot at tequila. The owner of the Brooklyn Nets said this week, he, when Katie put in his trade request, that he's going to do what he thinks is in the best interest of the Brooklyn Nets, and he made it seem like, like, like making no move is what's in the best interest of the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, well, that's 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 a lie, and he's lying. So, yeah, no way in hell that the Brooklyn yeah. Nets honestly say, you know what, let's give up KD for a bag of chips. Like, I think that they're gonna keep him, but I think that at this point it's salvaged, and it's like, what team is gonna bite and say that we want to take a risk on KD? Maybe it's the Sixers. Hopefully, it's the Sixers. But look at look at the guy up there. I mean, he's really hoping so. He's like, you know, crossing his fingers. Number thirty-five. But I, I don't want to give up Maxi for him, and I think that's the only player that the Nets want. I would though. I want Josh. Would you, Jack? You what? Give up Maxi for him? Yeah. KJ, yeah. you're all fools. Kind of. I mean, here's the thing. As I said before, KD is a little bit older. If he can stay healthy. That'd be great. But yeah, I mean, we were just saying before. Yeah, he's one of the greater scorers in the league, and I mean, he would totally add a lot of upside to this team for sure. And we've been waiting for so long to just like build this team, and it's been. Honestly, frustrating. We've been pulling our hair out and everything. It's it's been painful, but yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, anything to push us to the championship title. To be honest, like anything that could push us to that to the actual potential. I mean, I think go for it. But it's kind of tough though. Getting rid of Maxi, I feel like he's that piece that we can have in the future. But I mean, if we just want to get a championship in like next year, then or like the next couple years, then yeah, I say you go for it. KD. Yeah, but I think the and it's better. It benefits the Sixers if they just keep building young prospects and players because, I mean, we have a young squad per se. I mean, Tobias Harris is probably one of the older ones on the squad. But if we're trying to, uh, to prepare for the future, I think it's it's no need to get KD and just just get good prospects when we draft and kind of build that uh, that squad up. So, Jackson. Yeah, it's been hot out today, and you know what else is hot? The red, red hot fills, baby. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. There was one thing that we got to do right before it. Um, what was it? Hold on. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah, your weekly call-ins. I'm sorry. I meant to say that. Um, tell them about it, Jackson. Yeah, no, so weekly call-ins are sponsored by El Diablo Burritos. It's the best burrito place in the state of Delaware. There's five locations. Um, if you're in and around Delaware, stop on by. Get a nice little baby burrito, size of a little tiny baby. Queso's <laughs> fucking amazing, and the uh, burrito bowls are top top tier, better than Chipotle, uh, what, Cordoba. And what the hell is Cordoba? I don't even care. And the employees are always chill as hell. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Shout out, shout out our boy Rap. Gone but not forgotten. Thank you for that, Josh. But yeah, let's kick it off to Jack's call-ins. Uh, we have a couple call-ins that called into the show. Let's fucking hear it. Hi guys, I'd just like to send uh, love from the UK. I'm a big Philly fan. I love all Philly sports. 
Uh, started in about 2001 after watching Iverson play for the Sixers and just followed the Sixers, Eagles and Phillies ever since. Um, and looked like uh, the union is starting to do well. So I uh, just thought I'd send some love. Peace. These jerk-offs better fucking get rid of Jalen Rager right now. This guy has no fucking clue what he's doing. He doesn't need to be on the team anymore. Get him the fuck out of here. Gotta hot. Peace and out. Well, you guys well, heard the call-ins. Two of them right there. Real quick, I do want to shout out James. UK. Yeah, I'm Jackson. saying thanks, James. Oh, awesome. you know, even though you're from the UK, it's huge that you still listen to our podcast and you're a Phillies fan. By so order of the people. That is an honor. James. That's an honor, sir. That is an honor. And uh, Chris, kind of hot. Uh, yeah, no. I think Rager needs to go. It's an $8, uh, it's an $8 million cap hit if we cut him. Which we, is, just, we just don't get back. But we just lose eight million dollars. Okay, but like, what, what, what good has he done for us? And what's good? <laughs> what good is he wasting a spot on the sideline? Nothing. I think we could. I mean, he's still our best. I mean, we haven't had. Return. We haven't had. No, he's not. He, he fumbled a punt return last year. He was your best punt return. And he dropped two oh, passes against the Giants. Don't let him forget. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I mean, dude, oh, he's a terrible receiver. We and, have. Thought it was I mean, actually there. Witnessed it. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And the thing is, like, we haven't had issues with our receivers being injured so i don't think he deserves a spot on the squad or even the practice squad uh maybe he's trying to you know perform well and and uh camp but at the same time you already know our receivers are going to be quez Watkins, aj brown Devontae smith like there's no need for to waste a spot on jalen Rager. we thought he was gonna be a good pick and that's one pick that we that roseman screwed up and he hasn't done much since he's been on the team I think also with Rager, I mean, last year he had a good camp as well. But this year, I mean, it might just be the same thing. He might just have a good camp, and then he won't perform in the season. I think the Philly pressure is getting to him in general. I think he just can't take the heat in Philly. I mean, he, he gets really heated with the tweets and all that kind of stuff, and uh, he notices it. He does, for sure. So I don't think I, – I think Rager, I, I agree. I mean, he's got to get out of here. All good points. I think personally, in my opinion, um, I talked about it with uh, my guy tonight, if he's listening, hopefully Forrest from the bar, but he said he's going to give Rager one more season. And I agree with that. I mean, we have so much invested in him. You might as well give him one more year. And if he's not eight, get rid of him. But at the same time, I don't disagree with like trading him at his highest value. You know what I mean? So I'm like kind of on board for whatever right now, to be honest. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, Who's going to trade for him, though? I don't think he's tradable. The Broncos, I have heard, have been interested. Yeah, Broncos. Broncos? With the Jags. Yes, yeah, Broncos and Jags is what I've heard. Yeah, I, I would trade him for a bucket of kicking tees if it meant, like, we got his cap hit off of us and he wasn't on the team anymore. We I agree. Him. Yeah. Yeah, he's that. Um, $8 million is a lot. Yeah. I mean, I really don't even want to talk about him anymore, but you know what I do want to talk about, Tom? What? It's been hot, and it's been dangerous this, this week. And you know what else has been hot? The fighting Phils, baby. Yes, the fighting Phils. What time is it, Jackson? The Mets. Four-part Tommy. Time for Phillies talk with Ma-Pa Tommy. Dinger stitch. Tommy, oh, there's my guy. Who's our guest? Uh, look how good. Yes, sir. Look how good. Happy to be here, boys. We're happy you're here, buddy. 
Zep, I haven't seen you in a long time. You look good, dude. Thank you. You look, you know, you look the same, but you're always been attractive, motherfucker. So Baker, Baker, Buddha Baker, right? Uh, how are you I've missed Josh's place? face the last few weeks. I know. I haven't yeah, seen him forever. I've been recouping. We're talking about the Phils. You mean the Phils that are what? Twelve and Lights? twelve and one. Their past thirteen games, won six straight. Look, I don't want to overhype them. We're beating teams we should beat. Yes, absolutely. But if you look on the bright side as well. We don't even have the MVP, and our offense is hitting the absolute shit out of the baseball. I mean, I don't know what else more you want. Our bullpen, ever since Corey Knievel got demoted, our bullpen is Rob Thompson legit. became it's the top manager. In the league. It's been ridiculous. And Knievel, I give him all the credit in the world. He came here to be the closer and came in, got demoted, and said, you know what? I get it. Let me try to help some other guys. And then absolutely has been that leader and came through for Dominguez and 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 some of the other young guys we have in that bullpen. And, and that's been stellar. Just amazing to see. Oh, it's great. That business has been booming. Look, and last time I was on the show, we had a little argument about uh, Bryson Scott. And the next day, he goes three for four with a triple and two singles with like four RBIs. So he's making me eat my words. I know. Bryson Scott has been a stud. And he's been, he's been going off – the best part about Bryson Stott is he's not just a good fielder. He's a smart fielder, too. Like, he's got – he reminds me a lot of Chase Utley, the greatest second baseman of all time, Sags, um, um, Ch- of Chase Utley. Chase Utley oh would God. know, like, sometimes don't throw to first, fake the first, bait the guy, and, like, throw it home like he did in the World Series. Like, Absolutely. That's the most iconic know. play of all time for Chase Utley, in my opinion, exactly. besides the slide. Like, yeah. And – Stott kind of has that wit about him, which I really like. Like, like he's a young, he's a young guy, but he already has kind of like that veteran mentality of like, like let me think this through before I before before the balls even hit my way. Absolutely no, he does have those intangibles like that. But in my opinion, I think this all starts with JT Romuto. Have you guys seen his stats the past two weeks? No, he's I batting haven't. four. He's batting four fifty and slugging over six fifty. I think yesterday he dropped a two run bomb that gave us the lead. I mean, he's been playing out of his mind hitting wise. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. When in the year when he was struggling hitting two twenty and we're paying him thirty million dollars, not gonna lie. I definitely was uh, definitely bashing on him. Definitely saying some things, but my man stepped oh, up. Yeah. I mean, he's controlling our pitchers, helping the young bullpen as well, and he's hitting the shit out of the baseball. And and you gotta look at Alec Bone, who since July first has been hitting around four thirty. Yeah, he's doing better. Alec Bowman's doing way better. He's a lot better. Yeah, I'm hoping the slugging percentage comes up in a couple years, but, I mean, with the on-base and his OPS, you can't really complain too much. I just – I'm hoping the slugging comes around. I also think it has something to do with the new coaching. There's a night and day difference in how he's played under Girardi and Rob Thompson. Just night and day. He's become the stud we all hoped he would become after that 2020 season. And and he hasn't looked back since Rob Thompson took over and kind of instilled like a new newfound confidence in him. Rob Thompson is the is literally the man. Rob Tom, I want to give him some slob. He has literally been amazing. Like I think he's what thirty nine and nineteen since he took over. He's and the so, way something ridiculous. And that's way, an awesome quote, Casey. <laughs> the way that he 
he orchestrates that bullpen. It's it's a little unorthodox in my opinion that I've seen, but the way the guys that have like just adapted and revolved around it, but it's, it worked for him, and he knows absolutely. And, and it doesn't. Is. There, in my opinion, there's not a closer. I don't think there's a closer or a setup guy. It's who do I think is going to be the best person for this spot, and I like it, and it's been working. I I love that he doesn't play cookbook baseball. That's what I like to call what Girardi did, and he played cookbook baseball where it was like, oh, it's the seventh inning. I gotta bring in uh, Jose Alvarado, or I gotta bring in Juris Familia because he was. Oh God! Don't even mention his name. Oh God! Absolutely, his whole game plan was scripted. Every single game, there was no adaptation whatsoever. No, couldn't add, couldn't adapt based off of the situation. Rob I mean, Thompson, looking back on it, I could win a World Series with the damn 2009 Yankees. I think anyone could. That oh, whole team is full of What do you guys think will happen when Harper comes back? Like, what do you think will happen with Derek, uh, Derek Hall? I think he gets sent down, unfortunately. So, yeah. I think he's been, he's, just, been, he's been hitting well. I mean, he, he has long. been. And it's no runs in the but, game against Okay, I have a quick uh, question to tell me. Would you rather have Nets? Derek Hall coming off the bench or would you have rather have like Johan Camargo? I right now, the way this team's built, probably Derek Hall. But Camargo's already down. Which brings us to our next topic of who's going to be down after this weekend. The New yeah. York Mets. They will be so far down, it won't even be funny. And by the way, Sags, it just became 3-3. Three, three. God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> watch the swearing. I know you think we're in New York where everybody's a, a piece of dirt, piece of trash. <laughs> Let's go! But we're in Philly. We are in Philly where we have class. Yes, we actually care. Here, yeah. where we're actually going to win something. And yeah, and guess what, JJ? I'm coming down. I'm coming up to New York, and we're going to win the games there. I'm coming up there because KJ McCoy has only lost three games at Phillies games this year. And we're coming to New York, and we're going to whoop your ass there. We're coming. I'm telling you and right I now. Single Mets game. Warber is going to hit score bombs all day on you guys. And he's going to make Jacob DeGrom look like a freaking triple, triple A player. I swear. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. I've been to eight Mets games this season. Resulted in eight Ws, so I'm putting my undefeated streak on the line if I go this weekend. Uh, but let me give you some honest, like, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the match real quick. Daniel Vogelbach, I take back everything I ever said about Daniel Vogelbach. He is an absolute legend. He is, like, this I'm sure is the donut shops. He's literally Prince Fielder 2.0, but better. And if there's one thing that Tommy knows, the fat guys love to hit against the Phillies. Dom Smith, Pete Alonzo, Daniel Vogelbach, Benny Agbayani, Prince Fielder. All those guys would always rake against the Phillies. Why? Because they're big, they're fat, because they know if they play well in Philly, they get free cheesesteaks. Yeah, but we got the fat guy now. We got Schwarber. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, have Vogelbach, yeah. so suck it. We have I can tell he's from New York and a piece of trash. Yeah, okay, no, so I, let's, give you, let's take some. Let's get I some predictions here. Game one is um, who's pitching for y'all? Because Scherzer's pitching for us. I don't know. Uh, you got right. That depends. I know Syndergaard so, is not pitching. I know Syndergaard is not pitching. He is not he said, pitching. Yeah, um, he is not. Yo, KJ, I got a question for you. How did that uh, Jarrus Familia signing go for you guys? 
I don't know, but why was he going to fit here anyway? I'm happy. I he should have never been here. I, Every I, knew, I knew he was going to be here. You're trash talking. It like, don't matter what no happens the first 100 no games. It doesn't even here. matter what happens the first 140. The only thing that matters is if you make it to the postseason. And we're getting yeah, hot right the at the thing. right time. You guys, you guys might be doing well recently, but you've been pretty lukewarm. Yeah, you guys oh know my. how to choke. Oh, my God. You realize this. If we finish the rest your question, of our starters go Ranger, Nola, Wheeler. Ours go Scherzer, DeGrom, Bassett. That's two dubs That's like right there. three wins. Two dubs for us. Easy. Three dubs for us. Don't forget. Don't forget Bassett how good sucks. Uh, Scherzer's given up about seven runs each time he's played us. Uh, Scherzer isn't good against us. He's just not. Max Scherzer is like a 1.8 ERA. DeGrom okay, but not against us. Starts. Not against us. Okay. He, he, he can't can play against us. He does, as, but it's like saying, oh, the Phillies are, 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 are a great team as of recently. And then they play the Marlins. They always stink against the Marlins. They always the thing, do. Bobby, here's the thing. The Phillies cannot be trusted with any lead against the Mets. Yes, Never they can. They don't oh, have he's, oh, he's saying that because of one game. He's saying that because of one game. He says he one. does. He does, KJ. He says it because of one game. One stupid one game. game. And who one was the first game. team we swept this year? Who was the first team we swept? The they Phillies. might be your only team so far. It's so not sweeping. We still have a chance to beat you guys. You're not going to beat us, though. That's the thing. You're not gonna beat us. And also, oh my god, it's gonna be a clean sweep, and it's not even gonna be funny. Let's hear Zach. Let's hear Jack and uh, Zeb. Yeah, what do y'all got to say about this? I think both sides have made great points, and I'm just very excited for this week's um, battle between these two great baseball teams. Yeah, I can't wait to watch the guys throw some balls and hit some balls and spit some dip and eat some wieners. All I'm gonna say is, all I'm gonna say is, uh. I know we're probably we're probably done. <laughs> Hashtag analysis. I'm gonna what? Oh, I'm gonna put your tears from this sweep on this towel. And it's I'm okay. Gonna... I'll, I'll, oh, I'll no, just wait. hang oh, up all my pieces. My toilet dirty. paper. Give me back my toilet paper. I'd love to see oh, what else is on towel. that. <laughs> Give me that back. Oh yeah, I know. Hey, you know what's crazy? You know, the Phillies are Phillies are gonna win against the Mets. They are without doubt. Yeah, Here's the yeah, thing, though. Oh, but you know what's even great? Oh, yeah, you know what's even greater? And I'm going to witness it, JJ. Kelsey. I'm going to witness it. Travis Kelsey, baby. Travis Kelsey. Not Travis Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Yeah, hit him in the Jason Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even know what yeah. you're talking about, Jay. Yeah, we're still yeah, what the, the hell? Get them out of here, then. Dio mio. All I'm going to say is, Tom, if our bats get hot, you're screwed. Period. End of story. Because we put up a 10. Hot. You guys have yet to hit the hit more than four runs a game against a decent oh, if team. I really You're playing below grade, below Keith Hernandez grade. Hey, Reds. You're saying so the Atlanta Braves. You guys the lost the Nationals, too. You are playing the Reds and calling it. Oh, oh one Reds. game. One game. Oh. What about the Braves, though, Tommy? Everyone was saying the Braves are coming. The Braves are coming. They lose four or five to us. The four Bra or five. 
The Braves will spank you in a seven-game series, and it's not even funny because you, you guys do not have a complete team. You guys do not have a complete team. See, I, you guys are worried about the regular season. I ain't even worried about the regular season. I'd be surprised if Scherzer and DeGrom were even healthy for the playoffs. I hope they are because I think they're one of the best pitchers in the league, and that's, that hurts to say coming Thank from Philly's fan, but they are. And literally every every baseball player in the MLB will say that, and I, I don't know who was it yesterday. They did an interview, and they literally asked them, what is it like hitting off Jacob DeGrom? And he literally said, it's like going up there and knowing you don't have a shot. Like here's another thing, Tom. If we're but my thing is, is he gonna be healthy? Because after yeah, after the Grom, I mean, Scherzer, he's been we're spotty this year. Chris Bassett, we're spotty. Gonna. You guys have been very injured in your bullpen. I mean, that's yeah, the come through season because that. Jags, like, we're also winning now, so you can shove it. Yeah, shove it up your ass. They took out Sandy Alcantara. Like I give a shit. Oh, by the way, speaking of bullpen. If we go into the ninth inning and we're winning, it is finito for you. It's finito for you, too, because we haven't even pitched in the playoffs. He hasn't pitched in the playoffs. Didn't he have a 7 ERA last year? I ain't worried about the 40 innings he's pitched this year. I'm worried about when he gets in the playoffs and that music's playing, there's 40,000 fans screaming at him. I want to know if he's got to Yeah, that stupid Mets song is on. We are the Mets. We are the Mets. We are the dumbass Mets. Here's what I will say. I'm going to turn this into a more serious note about the Bills. If you guys can get to Scherzer and DeGrom early. 30 seconds, motherfucker. Thanks, Dutch. Also, if you let our bats get hot, I'm just going to say you're finished. And uh, if this bullpen actually shows how it's been lately, it's going to be a really good series. But I think whoever wins, like, our next few season series, it's Mets and Phillies who win the division. The Braves are done. They're finito. I'm admitting it right now. The Phillies are going to the wild card, and we're going to win the division. And hopefully we play in the playoffs. Yeah, I would love to see the Phillies and Mets battling it down the stretch, just going back and forth. And I'm pretty sure we have a series. I don't I don't think it's the weekend before, but I think it's like that week before the season ends. I can't remember. We play um, the Braves in our final series of the year, by the way. And just to end this off, I'm just going to leave this here. Not only are the Mets won 14 of 16, or is it 15 of 17? Yeah, 15 of 17. Not only are they over like 25 games or 500, uh, we're nine and three against the Philly this, against the Phillies this season. We have three losses to the Phillies, and honestly, it should be 11 wins. So that's all I'm gonna say. Good luck. The only thing I'm gonna say game. is literally wait till MV3 comes back. Yeah. Oh please, Bryce Harper sucks. Let's move on. NIP last year, almost a thousand OPS. Okay, tell me oh my last time. He's a 300 uh, when's the last time Peter Alonso won an MVP? Hitter. When's the last time Peter Alonso won an MVP? He doesn't have to win MVP because he's gonna win it next year. Mark my words. Okay. Okay. Mets player won MVP. You say that every year. Oh, he didn't win the MVP. I, I, I can't even remember. Was it Daryl Strawberry won MVP? Carl this conversation is what I imagine like a bunch of Tourette's people hanging out sounds like. Last, 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 Zep, so is this like a family reunion for you? Oh my God, you have no idea. Yeah. All I'm going to say is this. We're going to sweep you, and I'm going to come back on the show next week and roast the fuck out of you when we do. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. But guess what? Chase Utley owns your franchise. 
Yeah, so does Dom Smith, Pete Alonso, Brandon Nemo, Francisco Lindor, Edwin Diaz. You sound like you're in the playoffs. Nobody nobody who's named after a freaking fish called Nemo owns it. You take our garbage. We turn guys into stars, and you take our garbage. Dom Smith's a star? Yeah, what the yeah. Dom Smith bats about. You know, garbage the Jets. Lindor was terrible last year. Lindor is the best shortstop in the second half of the season, if you look at his numbers. Okay, well, you're saying second half. half. Hey, hey. Sags and Casey, appreciate you guys coming on. You know, we always, Casey, you're always welcome to come on and whatever. Just let us know. Um, Sags, I hate you. So, um, you too. Screen, let's talk about let's talk about Kelsey, baby. Bye, bye, Casey. <laughs> Time for Philly's talk with Bob Tani. Finger stitch. I think that one got a little out of hand there. Yeah, bro. that was that was that was got heated. Holy Jeez. crap! I'm sweating over here. When you that talk to irrational people like Mets fans. Like so 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 here's the thing. Episode. I think I'm sweating also because Jason Kelsey's undergoing some elbow surgery, um, but hopefully, hopefully he'll be back. Yo, Blair, lean in, Blair, lean in, Blair, lean in, Blair. <laughs> You know, hopefully he's back week one. I mean, it's kind of a big, uh, you know, hit to our offense line. But Cam Dragons has been playing pretty well in, in uh, the camp. So, I'm not worried. I think Kelsey will be back week one. Uh, nothing to worry about. So, no need to panic right now at all. I agree. Kelsey has started like a 1,000 games in a row. He's like top five in the NFL. Uh, Sirianni begged him to come back this season. So, I don't think Kelsey would come back. And not be able to go week one. I mean, he, I know he got hurt during preseason, but he'll be fine. He's going to start week one. And you know what? This is probably the best thing that could happen for Cam because Jason Kelsey doesn't need the preseason because he's a baller. He's already ready to go. So this is just giving the rookie extra reps. And honestly, um, it can get it can help out Dickerson too because he's at guard right now, but he's going to get more reps at center right now. So I think there's nothing to worry about. Listen, nothing to worry about. Also, yeah, I mean, you know, if Kelsey's done after the season, which it probably of, is, it's, it's kind of grooming um, Jurgensen to uh, yeah. be that starting position next yeah. season. You so, know all about grooming, don't you? So I think it's a perfect spot to uh, to be at right now. But like like Josh said, like I said, no need to worry about Jason Kelsey. Uh, you know, we're fine. We're, fine. So we're all good. All yeah, good. In the hood. Listen, listen, positive vibes only, boys. If I may, um, you may not. You may. Fuck you. No, um, hey, I hey, honestly hey, think hey, Jason Kelsey, this is a blessing in disguise because Cam Jurgen's going to go out here and get some experience. I honestly, this might sound crazy, but let Jason Kelsey sit until maybe week three, week four. Let Jason Kelsey come into the second half of the season as a veteran. We have an easy schedule. Let him be a tank for, I would rather him be a tank for 10 games than him be mediocre or worn out for 22 games. I honestly am for Cam Jurgens developing, getting some of that. So not saying I want Jason Kelsey to have an injury. I'm just saying that um, at some point we got to look to pass the torch. And I think that Jason Kelsey's a phenomenal mentor, a phenomenal person. And I think that he's going to give Cam Jurgens great advice to where when Kelsey wants to retire in a year or two, maybe three years if we get lucky, um, Cam Jurgens is going to be in a good place to be able to take the reins. So if Kelsey is healthy week one, you want Cam Jurgensen to start? 
All right, let me rephrase that. I don't think that we should rush Kelsey coming back. I know that they're saying that it's a week by week one injury, but you know how injuries are. And I think that honestly, at this age, it could get delayed. And if Kelsey is like, yo, let me rest until week four, I think like that's not, I would rather have, like I said, a badass Kelsey for 10, 12 games than a worn out Kelsey by week, you know, by the Super Bowl. Um, if Kelsey was a player who had injury history, I would agree with you. But he's beast, and he doesn't miss time. So he hasn't missed how many games has he missed for injury? Like five. Uh, I I genuinely don't know. I just know his consecutive starts is top five in the NFL right now. Yeah. So yeah, don't um no. Jason Kelsey's gonna play when he's gonna play. We have him for one more year. We have to beg him to come back. The dude deserves retirement. He's gonna play, and we're gonna win. That's it. That's all I got. So KJ. Yeah, I think with Jason Kelsey, I mean, back to what you were saying about Cam Jurgens. Yeah, I, I don't really agree with that comment saying that uh, Kelsey should be sat the first game. I mean, if, if he's healthy enough, put him in, obviously. you got to have him in. I don't think you feed the um, the new buck to the wolves yet, uh, Cam Jurgens. <laughs> that makes any sense. That um, does make sense. I like that analogy. So, with, with Cam Jurgens, yeah, he – I mean, he's a rookie. You don't just want to feed him – I mean – Actually, if you want to put the analogy this way, feed them to the Lions. If you make it, it makes yeah. sense. Like that. It does make more sense. Yeah, it makes how's, a little. How's it going? They're not wolves, but uh, yeah. Honestly, I think Cam Jurgens. I don't. I think he's having a great camp. Obviously, we saw the video that went viral with Jordan Davis and him. But Jordan Davis came back and said, "Hey, you know what? You guys should see what actually happens at the other practices because Jurgens is owning him apparently, or he's doing the same thing to him." But like. It goes either way. I mean, they're both going to be great talents, but I think Jurgens is going to still need to learn, and Kelsey's going to be that mentor, and that's why he came back. I mean, he he was very excited to hear that Jurgens got drafted by the Eagles, and we were scratching our heads like, wait, why the heck did we pick this guy? But honestly, I look at it now like, wow, this actually might work out. This actually might be good for the future. I mean, we got our next Jason Kelsey, maybe. So I think... Yeah, Jason Kelsey, he might be out week one. But I would even put Landon Dickerson at center, though. I would put him in front of Jurgens just because he's got a little bit more experience. He's playing in the NFL a little bit longer. I mean, a year longer, but it's still, it still matters. So, But that's my opinion on it. But, uh, yeah, I would probably go with Dickerson instead of uh, Jurgens week one. I agree with that. And then, and then throw Dillard in as the other guard. That's what yeah. I would do. Yeah, I think that's like perfect scenario. But I think Cam Jurgens getting this rep in preseason is very helpful. But I absolutely would not start this man week one. Don't no, no. Man, I might I, I might start him week week one. Ah. And what happens if he plays really bad and we're like down like a lot to the Lions first first game of the season? It's well like it's probably not stock of the NFL because we lost the freaking Lions. Yeah, we would be. But I I don't think like this man blocks cows as, as training. Are you kidding me? He Woo! He's a he's real cowboy, cowboy, not like the Dallas Cowboys. But honestly, I think he'd be better at guard or tackle than center. And if we're if we're gonna if if he's out because he's out until week three, put like like KJ was saying, put Dickerson in at center and then put Move Jurgensen to, but he he's like an athletic center, which is like what Kelsey is. I'd rather mold him and form him at only at center, or 
like just to build them for the future. I don't want to necessarily like be having him switch all the way around and turn him into another Andre Dillard. Keep him at center. Let him focus on his craft. Let him focus on building up at that position, building a repertoire with um with with Hertz. Hertz and get in there. Hertz, he if he's gonna be our guy, let's just establish it now. Let's get let's get on with it. It and let's not like keep shifting them around having them learn different positions, different ins and outs. Else, just have them focus. Stop. Tom, he's not the guy yet, though. That's what I was trying to say. He's not the guy yet. He hasn't established himself yet. I mean, that's why he's a rookie. Yeah, he's not going to be ready. Even even if he does good in preseason, I don't think he establishes himself yet. I still don't. Yeah, he's not ready. Preseason is preseason, and you're playing against guys that are probably going to get cut by the team. Like maybe the first week, maybe the first preseason week, maybe the second preseason week. Heck, they might so, even be starters. But so why think- not start him against the Lions starters? That's a good first game to have him in at. Hey, do yeah. you want him in there against uh, against the Rams? Like, yep. I, I don't want that to be his first game. You got to know when to save energy. I'm with Tom, like 100%, Tom. Like, if if we can let Jurgens kind of develop against the Lions and we know that we're going to probably win that game. We don't know Jergens that. We don't, we don't know. The Lions well, is- we can always put Kelsey in Yo, later. You know Why don't we start I out with Jurgens? I just watched the hard knocks. I just watched the Lions hard knocks. Yes. Fucking yes. I just watched their hard knocks on HBO and yeah, it's they're pretty good. But here's Ready the for thing blood. with the Lions. Dan Campbell is not going to take any shit this year. You know, and the he Lions really are out, out punching people in the mouth. So I'm not saying I'm scared of the Lions because I'm never scared of the Lions or any other team. But I'll tell you right now, they're going to be a little different. They're going to be playing with an edge this season, I feel 100%. like, a little bit more. Right. You know, no, because, like, they're out for blood. They had a shitty season last season. Yeah. And what's his name? Who's that That safety or, or defense back? Uh, that was the captain. Um we can't think of name, but he was hyping the squad up after camp or whatever. So they're not. That's Jamal Williams running back. Yeah, Jamal. Yeah, he's about Jamal Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He got they're, a they're not. They're not a team to push over. All right. Granted, no. they can't really recover from a shitty season and be like a great team this season. But I wouldn't take them lightly at all. The Lions are still going to suck. They have Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Yeah, they're still going to suck. I'm not saying they're going to be. Oh, they're, they're going to be a below no, 500 team. That's still my point. You're all proving my point still. Well, of. Do you want them in there against a Super Bowl contender, or do you want to start somebody against a below 500 team? Tom, the worst team to put in the NFL is better than the preseason guys. We're just saying, if honestly, if he does good in preseason, that doesn't establish him to be like, okay, you know what? If Jason Kelsey is like actually injured, yeah, we can put him in at center. Um, it just doesn't, yeah, because he's a rookie. I, I mean, no, I agree with you there. It doesn't yeah. establish that per se. But if he never gets the experience, at some point, he's got to go in there. Yeah, you're right. When Kelsey's not on the team anymore. Yeah. If we were a shitty team, I would actually agree with you, but, like, we have, like, real aspirations this season. Like, on paper, we're, yeah. like, a good team. Yeah. So let's win all the games we can. I don't want to be like, oh, fucking. Yeah, I don't want this to be like one of those. I don't want it to be like one of those dream team seasons where we're like, oh my god, we're going to the freaking Super Bowl and we suck. Crap. Imagine getting a trophy and wearing a hat. Yo, 
You're fucking right, actually. You know that? You are fucking right. Um, I paid for this shit. So, KJ, you know what I thought? Speaking of positivity, we're going to the fucking Super Bowl uh, after training camp. No, it was really energizing to be out there and see Jordan Davis um, absolutely manhandle Jurgens. Um, I mean, that does kind of make me nervous coming off of Jurgens, but just to see what Jordan Davis was doing to this man, I don't think that there's anything he could have done. But, KJ... What are your uh, takeaways from training camp? We had a great time. It was great. I mean, we got to meet a lot of great people, a lot of great fans. I mean, you could see we met Prime. Prime's a great guy for sure. Uh, go check him out. But, uh, yeah, I think, honestly, we saw Jordan Davis just, I mean, that viral clip of him just annihilating Jurgens. But Jordan Davis came back and, and said, you know what, it goes both ways. But, honestly, I mean, people were like, oh, what's Jalen Hurts going to do? I mean, Jalen Hurts had a couple of good throws. I mean, he had one great throw to A.J. Brown in the end zone, and he had some great coverage against James Bradbury. And Bradbury was all over him, and A.J. Brown was just able – I mean, Hurts just put it right in the basket, and he was right there. So it was a great play. Uh, Hurts was able to scramble as well. I mean, the blocking seemed like it was pretty good. But, um, yeah, I think I think it's looking, it's looking well. And I mean, even guys like uh, Kobe, um, the uh, – was he a wide receiver? That guy, receiver? that guy's legit. Yeah, he's gonna be pretty good. I think he's gonna make the team. I really do. Uh, um, he's gonna be practice squad. I think. Sadly, yeah. he's a beast though. He's like number forty-one. He's got like the whitest like number of all time for. Receiver. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he yeah. does. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Number forty-one. No, he's yeah, good. It was, it was a good training camp. I mean, the place was electric, and it was uh, it was a good experience for the players. I mean, and the fans for sure. Zeppelin. Um, I have not gone to watch, but I've been reading basically highlights every day. And it sounds like there are real no surprises. Um, we have a lot of guys hurt. I think a lot of those are precautionary, like Devontae Smith, like out with like a groin injury. But, um, I think Devontae Smith being out and Pascal having food poisoning the first few weeks has shown that, um, like Jalen Hurts has really relied on AJ Brown and Brown has played pretty well. He still has some drop issues, but. He is really good at doing, like, the late hands thing. So a lot of receivers will put their hands up too early when the ball's in the air and alert the D-back. Apparently, A.J. Brown has been really good at throwing his hands up uh, at the last second, which is risky, but if a receiver is good at that, it's better for the team. Um, the only big thing that I have read is that Nakobe Dean really hasn't done anything good nor bad. Like, he's kind of just played okay, which is fine. He's a rookie linebacker who's going to have to make a lot of – decisions so i don't think we should rush him in either like i think we should give him time to develop because he's probably the best linebacker talent we've had in a while so overall i'm very happy with what i've read it sounds like everybody's there's been no nobody has sucked so yeah um i'll take it real quick and then i'll give it to you tom but I went with KJ, and yeah, like KJ said, we had a phenomenal time. If you guys haven't seen it in the thumbnail, um, there was a tomato pie that was literally of Jalen Hurts. It was a really cool experience, so shout out to 4th and John, Prime, all those people that we met. It was a phenomenal experience, and we'll definitely be tailgating with all of you guys again soon, so thank you. Uh, but to training camp, I was only there for a little bit from what, what I saw. I did see the A.J. Brown catch, and I read in an article today that the Eagles are trying to make A.J. Brown the focal point of their offense, or he has been at least in training camp. 
I really like that. Um, I like that they're trying to air the ball out. We're paying these wide receivers. Um, in practice, KJ knows Jalen Hurts had a nice run. That was in our blog where he took it about 10, 15 yards and ran it in the end zone, maybe 20. Um, but Jordan Davis, standout. AJ Brown, standout. And I've been hearing, believe it or not, our guy, guys, TJ Edwards, has been balling out. And I love hearing that. Um, he's definitely one of my favorite players on the Eagles, somebody I'm just really hoping for. And uh, if he has to take that, you know, middle linebacker two position with N'Kobe Dean, that's going to be a really good tandem, I think. Um, BPT. What can I say? Um, from the hair looks good. Thank you. I'm just I'm just full of compliments for people. Listen, um, the boys are good. Thank you. We're looking better than any Mets fan, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> exactly. We're definitely looking better than Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez should probably go look in the mirror and think about shaving that mustache. Last time I checked, it went out of the 90s, just about the same time he spit on Kramer. Um, <laughs> do you like that one, Josh? A nice little. No, I the Phillies won. They did, 4 3. It's beautiful. Yeah. Seven yeah. in a row. Um, but to stay on topic, uh, I, I'm from what I heard. Sounds like Jalen Hurts had a good day, unlike what 94 WIP likes to put out every week, that he just has a bad day after bad day after bad day and has zero good days. So after fans seeing him have a, what sounded like a good day at practice, is they've kind of shut up about him and trying to start a quarterback controversy, which I love. I love that like we can just be settled in on someone. Um. I, I heard the same thing as you, Josh. Nakobe Dean's only kind of – he's been so-so. He kind of needs some time to um, get – No, stay uh, on topic. Don't, yes. don't, don't get distracted. I know. I won't get distracted. I'm, 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 I'm averting my eyes. I'm averting my eyes. Yeah. Nice. And then we have, like, like Jordan Davis. Yeah, he absolutely picked – did he pick up Cam Jurgens or he pick up uh, – It was Jurgens. It was Jurgens. And – like, that was kind of cool to see. He's a beast of a human being. Like, uh, just seeing him in those videos, it was like, I like I still can't get over his just pure size after seeing him. Like, he is huge. He's absolutely huge. He's a beast. And it sounds like. Um, um, what part Brown of his body is, are we talking about? <laughs> so what part of his, what are we talking about? His height, his height. Oh, okay. His height. Oh, oh, oh. Not okay. anything oh. else or sexual. Okay. Yes. Wow. Huh. I don't know why your mind went there, KJ. You are in the gutter, Zeppelin. You are in the gutter. I live the in gutter. the gutter. The gutter. Aquaducts. The gutter. The gutter. I want to drill Jack. <laughs> you guys know, speaking of uh, drilling Jack, what time it's time for. It's time to drill Jackson down because... Time for everybody's favorite part of the show, 302 Trivia with your host... Jack Dorton, the mayor of Delaware. What is up, everyone? Uh, today's trivia, we missed it out last week, um, is which uh, Eagles court running back, sorry, Jesus. had the most receiving yards? Which Eagles running back had the most receiving yards in a season or in, in his career? In his career. <laughs> on the Eagles, on the, which Eagles running back, while an Eagle, had the most receiving yards as an Eagle? Of all time. That's a that's a really good question. All time. Thank wow. you. I uh came up with it. Oh. 
Oh, thank you, Josh. Yeah. Well, you know, I had to Jim throw my said Brian was I'm busting both of your balls. But moving on to our next topic now, Tom, go ahead and cry for us. I mean, look at this graphic. Shout out to Pride for making this. But, I mean, Philadelphia, the city of fuck-ups with an emphasis on the PH, right? Yeah. What? The only one out of this I kind of feel bad for is Mickey Mooney. It's Carson. Why Mickey? Because I felt like he got jerked around a lot. And he just uh, bro- he just broke his hand playing for uh, the Angels this week. So it seems like nothing could ever go right for him. And, like, it's not for a lack of trying. It was just definitely uh, just, just s- some terrible luck. Ben Simmons can go fuck himself. Oh, same sure. uh, yep. uh Markel Fultz. I'm sorry. Even I got to let one out every now and again. Uh, Nolan Patrick just didn't pan out. Like, I, I think that was more of a bad trade. Like, not, or not bad. Bad pick than necessarily, like, him <laughs> failing. Like, he wasn't really one guy that, like, we necessarily should have got based off of our needs at the time, too. He wasn't necessarily the number two guy in the draft. Carson, Carson, everyone thought was going to be a stud. He pretty, he was a stud. Up he, until he tore his ACL. All right. What's he tore his ACL? Tom, you should, NP got like, he had like a huge concussion issue. Like he couldn't even skate for a year. So I do kind of feel bad for NP. Like that wasn't his fault. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. Like there's no yeah. ill will. And I feel like we set him up for failure. Like that's not his yeah. fault. Yeah, I feel like we will never be able to judge that one correctly. Uh, Markel Fultz, I mean, I, I don't know what happened to him. That was weird. Um, Moniac, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Well, according to J. Cole, Josh, Markel Fultz is our fault. We fucked up his shot, according to J. Yeah, Cole. J. Cole makes good music, but J. Cole is an idiot. And <laughs> logical yeah. thing in his life. So don't even get me started on that one. Uh, ben Simmons is – I have nothing left to say about that, man. And Carson Wentz, I kind of feel bad for Wentz, too. A little unlucky, maybe not mentally as tough as he needed to be. You know, I think the Philadelphia athlete is changing where social media has really made it worse. And um, he just got a raw deal. It's not anybody's fault. He just got hurt a lot, you know, whatever. I mean, he, he we won that Super Bowl because of Wentz. So, I think – he will always there will always be a special place in Philly for Carson Wentz. Maybe not a good special place or a bad special place. Just kind of a all right. There's Carson Wentz. What up? He he lived long enough to become the villain. He Carson. did. I I I would agree. I think he's his career was low key a microcosm of McNabb's. To be completely honest, except McNabb didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it was a microcosm. A microcosm is the exact right word because, like, this bad boy, I don't think we would have gotten without him. This is from Amazon, by the way. I mean, no, this is real. Oh, no, we Um, thought it was real, Don. We thought you were the water brother. You guys know Carson actually gave me his ring when he said, fuck this team, I'm done. So he actually gave me his uh, Super Bowl championship ring. But, no, in all seriousness, um, I I do hear Josh's point. Like, there's always going to kind of be a soft spot for Carson Wentz because he was a good guy and it kind of went sour. And we don't know if that's his fault, if that's Howie's fault, if that's a blend of everybody's fault. We, we really don't know. I would love to see a 30 for 30 on it because I think it would be so interesting. As far as Ben Simmons goes, like Tom said, fuck him. 
Um, Mickey Moniak, I mean, I don't really know much about the Phillies. Um, from what I heard, though, 2016, bro, it's 2022. That was six years ago. Come on. He got drafted at 16, up. though. I don't so care. He's still young. It's, yeah. it's, time, it's, time, it's time to grow up. And last but not least, uh, Markel Fultz. I'm not going to talk about the Fires player <laughs> because I don't know him. But Markel Fultz, um, yeah, like J. Cole said, or like Josh said, Jay Zepp said, stick to fucking music, please. <laughs> oh, hey, don't, don't. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not one of those shut up and dribble people, all right? I'm just saying I don't like, I don't like a lot of J. Cole's takes. All right. I saw no, that wasn't a good take. Day. I don't think that that was the uh, our fault. KJ? Yeah, I probably have to agree. I mean, a lot of your guys' points are very valid for sure. I probably – so starting with Carson. I mean, it is unfortunate with Carson. I mean, we all saw him being like this franchise quarterback for us for like the next 10-plus years. Obviously, we know what happened. But, yeah, he's, um, he's an injury-prone quarterback. And, I mean, honestly – it, it's sad that he isn't here, but at the same time, though, it was good to move on from him because we noticed that it was just time. For Ben Simmons, as everybody else was saying, he can go screw off, to be honest. And honestly, he is not really here to even play basketball, to be honest. He's here to be some glamorous Kardashian two-point, whatever you want to call it. Um, he just doesn't care about basketball anymore because seriously, he like, left the conversation when they said, when, like, it was game four of the Celtics and Nets, he was like, I'm not even playing, man. So, I don't take him seriously at all. He's a clown. Mickey Moniak, yeah, I feel bad for him. I mean, the kid just gets injured, and he was doing pretty good for the Angels, as I've heard from other Angels fans, for sure. Um, well, he broke his hand this week. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, but I heard he had, like, two home runs. I think it was, like, he had two home runs before he got hurt. So, And then it was a Markel Fultz. Yeah, Markel, I mean, it was unfortunate. We thought this kid was going to be something special. We thought he was going to be like the next James Harden for us. But then we got James Harden. So, for, um, yeah, Markel's situation, I don't know. I think it's some kind of weird accident with his shoulder or something. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's not doing anything for Orlando. As long as he doesn't do anything down there, I'm not going to be mad at him. Because he's not bashing us, and he's not he's not Ben Simmons. So, But then Nolan Patrick, I remember Nolan Patrick was – Pretty decent um, at first, but then obviously he just wasn't panning out for us for sure. So I think all of them, it is sad that we could have picked some other players. And I, I think there's a couple players that we maybe passed up on for sure. Um, probably in Simmons draft, it probably was obviously – who was the guy? No, it wasn't. No, it was Markel's, uh, Markel's draft, obviously. Should we have kept that pick? Maybe, and we would have got Tatum. That would have been amazing. I mean – we would all be probably thinking championship by now, but it didn't pan out that way. So, no, it sure shit didn't. I mean, and it's really sad that we have this because now I think that a lot of NFL teams kind of give us a bad rap or hate on us uh, because the way we draft, we missed on you know Justin Jefferson, we missed on DK Metcalf, and it feels like those picks will forever haunt the Eagles, and it really sucks. That's that case. Um, but the whole NFL is going to be that way. Uh, moving on to our last topic, baby. Jackson, what do we have on Friday night, baby? Cheesesteaks. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. No. Preseason, baby. Let's make sure you guys are on your feet. Yeah, this is going to be a big game. Not really. It's preseason, so what doesn't really matter. Uh, but it's yeah, nice to see. 
And let's just see the birds in action and see how they can play. I mean, I'm excited. I'm not sure how I will watch the game um, because well, we'll I'll actually be, be at a music. Festival. Yeah, we'll be at a music festival. So yeah. I'm not going to be I'll be there with it. you guys. Yeah, Tom's gone. I forgot about that. Tom, what? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. So, no, I'm, I mean, this is, you know, I'm sure Hurts will get a few reps uh, probably the first quarter. Um, but this is going to be a make or break to see if he can actually – play as well as he's playing in the camp against an opponent uh, because he has changed his throwing um, ability. He's been more confident with throwing the ball. So it all goes to show if he can actually perform against an opposing team. Um, so if he can do that and bring it to the regular season, I think we can. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think I think Hurts will be our guy if he can carry that on to the regular season. Oh, KJ misses the New York roast beef. Are you going to get the roast beef this weekend, KJ? Are you going to watch? I, well, obviously, yeah. I'm going to the Mets and Phillies series, and I am actually going to be, I guess, test tasting again and see if I can actually find a decent cheesesteak or maybe a decent roast beef sandwich. Or whatever. Can we get a vlog? Can we get a vlog? Oh, there's going to be a vlog for sure. Woo! There will be a vlog of the whole weekend this weekend. Um, there was some unfortunate news that came out about um, Matt Bear's um, family member, but it's all good. He's doing fine. But, um, yeah, honestly, yeah, it's going to be a cool weekend. I can't wait. But, yeah, I'm going to try and see if I got you find a decent cheesesteak or anything. Probably not. And most likely I'm just going to say they suck. Because last time I was there, you guys know how I feel about it. It was a roast beef sandwich and it was freaking trash. Anyway, oh. the Eagles gonna beat up on the Jets or preseason football? Are you not getting too involved, or where's your head at? Well, I'm, I'm gonna be actually. So funny thing is, I'm gonna be in the New York area, and I'm gonna be watching on the Jets network. I guess. I mean, that's what that's what I've been told, and I'll be watching on there. And I think I heard that Hertz and the starters will get like one series or something like that, or a couple series. I think that's what Sirianni was saying. So I'm really just looking forward to seeing them have a couple series. Hopefully, nobody gets hurt. And the players stay healthy after those um, series for sure. But, yeah, it should be – I mean, obviously there's going to be some players that are trying to make the roster and they're going to have to really show up. And uh, a, Jet, a Jets game is a good game to show up. And I think that the Eagles, if I'm not mistaken, are undefeated against the Jets, at least in the regular season. I don't know about in the preseason, but uh, apparently Nick Sirianni said that he's giving a couple of the starters one to two series. So I don't know if I agree with that personally. Uh, but I mean, we're going to get to see AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts in action for the first time is what that means. And that's very exciting. Um, beating up on the jets is obviously not going to be, you know, we're going to the super bowl. Like I normally will say it, uh, we are, but at the end of the day, um, I think beating up on the jets could be a good sign too. They had a good draft. They're a pretty good team and, uh, it'll be interesting to see where they take it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I have a question for you. Are you one of those people that says Jalen Hurts should and like the starters shouldn't play at all? I think in this first game, um, a little bit, yeah. Personally, I do think that just because injuries are so common nowadays, like if Jalen Hurts goes out or AJ Brown goes out and gets injured in this first series, Nick Sirianni will forever be haunted by this. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. Knock on wood. Um, it's just anything can happen nowadays. I agree. like 
I agree anything can happen, but I'd rather them go out and play in the first two games than in the last well, – it's only three games now, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather him go out and play now. So if he gets nicked up or something like that, uh, he has some time before it actually matters. That's all I'm yeah, thinking. And then get and then the last the last game be how it always traditionally be in that that only the guys who are actually fighting for roster spots and use it as like an open tryout essentially for those guys. As I'd rather it be that way. So I, I kinda would like to see them just play a series or two. Nothing not, not even be like a whole first quarter. Just yeah. one or two series, be done with it. They face someone other than their own guys, so like they can kind of benchmark themselves, see where maybe they they need to tighten some things up before week one. All right, boys, Jack, take it away. You had it earlier. Hey, you know what? I really Atlantic City on Friday, but uh, I'm really in the mood for some cheesesteak right now, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look at that. That's beautiful. Shout out to Praj. Uh, All right, Josh, give us your list first, and Jack's going to judge you. Okay, so number one, mom's homemade cheesesteaks. My mom makes great food. Wrong. (laughs) She's going to whoop your ass when she's in the Next time time you go to the house, smack you across the head. Don't talk about my mom's cooking. As she should. Um, Number two, never had her cooking, but she is the best. This legit happened to me. I went to this Chinese restaurant. Because like I googled like cheesesteaks with my roommates in college, and it took us to this Chinese restaurant that had a laundromat in the back. Phenomenal cheesesteak, like the only <laughs> non-Chinese food they made. It's in College Park, Maryland. It was, it was amazing. Um, number three, drunk cheesesteak at two a.m. I mean, we've all been there. That's that's yeah. Um, number New, four is New wrong. Jersey boardwalk cheesesteak. New Jersey sucks. Yeah, but the boardwalk cheesesteaks yeah. are good. You know, if you can find out the seagulls. And um, number five. Eating a cheesesteak when a Philly sports team is winning. That's what's all about right there, boys. It's a good feeling. Yeah, I don't know any of these restaurants. I don't go to the city of Philadelphia that much. And honestly, I don't eat out a lot. So yeah. Honestly, yeah, Blair Witch. For my wit wow, wish. Blair Witch. <laughs> I've been to each of these restaurants at least once. Um, and I think I put Gino's as number one. Um, fraud. You're automatically yeah. a fraud. Yeah. Fried onions. Oh my god. It's so so good, dude. Oh. And then Jim's uh I mean, you really can't go wrong, honestly. I mean, this is you can say for all these restaurants. Uh as she said Philly is the best. Uh I know Jim's just burned down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're rebuilding yeah. it though. Thank god. Yeah. Rebuilding it. Um, but yeah, I mean that's not really all to say. I mean, there's nothing really to get wrong at a restaurant that sells cheesesteaks in Philly. Yeah. You get uh, I think that that's right. Um, I'm going to take the fucking ball and run with it, boys. Number one is obviously Delisandro. Shout out to no, KJ, the only person that got it right. I'll get there, Tom. Don't worry. You can tell us why you think that fucking Sonny's deserves to be on the list because that, you know, we're, we'll get into that in a second. But anyway, number one for me is Del Sandro's. Number two, Tom, I do love Jim Steaks. We can agree on that. Underrated. Please come back. Um, excited for you to come back. And Jim's Cheese Steaks is 
underrated. Um, the Wizwit, everything that they do there is phenomenal. Uh, and then number three for me is actually this place in Philadelphia that Tommy knows called Rabola Pizzeria. Um, it was by St. Joe's where we went to college. I always got their cheesesteak on a Sunday with mushrooms, ketchup, and mayo. It was really good. I would highly recommend it. Now, Larry's, I love Larry's. Larry's but Larry's two a.m. drunk run. Yeah, that's all. I'm I mean, number for. four for me is uh, what Jack has. I do love Claymont Steak Shops cheesesteak. Jack, um, maybe if I'm at the office on Friday, we'll get that for lunch. Because yeah, you're welcome for that. Thank you. I'm yeah, you're, you're indebted to him for life. It's a Delaware staple, actually. And then number five for me Delaware's is crap. the place where I got into a car accident on my way there. It was a damn good cheesesteak, though, and it pissed Jack off because, you know, Jack never had that. But, um, oh, I forgot yeah. about that. I got into a car accident that day, but I got lucky. Uh, it was a rental car. The girl was renting it, and she never reported it, and they never noticed it. That's all yeah. I'll say. Uh, everything I'm saying is not legal. Uh, I'm just kidding. For you know legal purposes, I'm kidding. Or am I? No, I'm just Don't kidding. Come after us. Go, go! Yeah, KJ. Yeah, KJ. All right. Yeah, KJ. Yeah, KJ. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, here we go. All right. So obviously, number one, as as. Dalton was talking about Delisandro's. Thank the thing you. Delisandro's is it's different than other cheesesteak places because they actually give you a side of pizza sauce and it's actually freaking good. At first, when I heard about it, it's like, what the heck? Pizza sauce? My aunt showed me this place and she's like, yeah, yeah, try it. It's like, damn, this is pretty good. And then I was like, it's actually the best cheesesteak I've probably ever had. And then I haven't actually, I, I've tried this place when I was younger. I have to try it again, but I've been told that it is one of the better places. John's roast pork. You've been hanging out with uh, you've been hanging with the Philly captain a little bit too much. Maybe uh, I do. I, I I did hear from him that it was one of the places, and then that did uh, I did remember that I tried it once or twice, and it was pretty dang good. And then the other place I'm trying to see if uh, Tony Luke's. Tony Luke's. Tony Luke's. If he can ever get his taxes right. Yeah, he never gets his taxes right though. <laughs> Cheesesteaks, I mean, the cheesesteaks are pretty dang good there. So, uh, Campos, I just say Campos because they're pretty dang good at the Phillies game. So, they're pretty decent. And also, they're we can count Tony Luke's out as a sponsor. Sorry. <laughs> well, they might not come back. Wait, hey, Tom, it's not, hey, Tom, it's not your 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 job to talk right now. So, let KJ finish, please. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, Tom brought up about the taxes. I didn't do that crap. That was all Tom. <laughs> First off, taxes are illegal. Yeah. Shut up, Zet. <laughs> Go ahead, KJ. I'm sorry. And then number five, I'm going with Pat's because Pat's is better than Geno's. Jack, you're an idiot for saying that freaking Geno's is number one. Um, Wrong. Yes. Pat's is way better. So um, Geno's is like fake cheese and shit. So honestly, Pat's is way better. But uh, that's my list, and I'm the king of cheesesteaks. Deal with it. Yeah, tell me you went to fucking York College without telling me you went to fucking York College with your number one. Go ahead, take it away. No, it's it's not me, bud. It's yeah, Tom, I already went. You the already Blair said Witch Geno's. Project well, let me went. let me say one thing about that Blair Witch. No, I didn't get a point. No, earlier. you're cut off. It is Tom. I was sharing Tom. it Facebook. Shut up, no. I just want to say that is the worst fucking answer ever. Tom, Shut up. take Tom, it away. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Tom. So. 
one that's very close to my heart, Jim's, as it's with my people in South Philly, the Italian. <laughs> and so I love Jim's. I like I don't know what it is about that place, but I, I love their cheesesteak. Phenomenal cheesesteak. Hey, I I go a little different. I put just like everyone else with the onions and, and the sweet peppers. I also like mushrooms on mine and I don't know what it is, but they have phenomenal mushrooms. The mushrooms are they like grill them or something. They're just better there than like any other spot. Um that being said, my number two, oh Sunny's. Sunny's like by Independence Hall. It's I don't know. It's it's like an easy in and out place. I think it's might be more the experience than the cheesesteak itself, but like it, I just I, I think that place has a phenomenal cheesesteak. It, it's like it goes down nice and easy. It's nice and smooth. I feel like I'm talking about beer when I talk about Sonny's cheesesteaks, but like it, they are they're phenomenal. Next is Prince uh, Steve's, the Prince of Cheesesteaks. Um, that place is phenomenal as well. I love getting their stuff. I love getting a side of onion rings from there with my cheesesteak. Um, that place is banging. Uh, Del Sandro's is, is well overrated. It's very good, though. Very, very good. But I always felt like it was overrated. Like, I'd rather take a trip out to go to Steve's or Sonny's or Jim's just to, like, go and have their stuff. I thought their cheesesteaks were better. Um, like... To me, Del Sandro's was like all over the place with the sauce and the grease and all that. Uh, but like the grease is what makes you come back. It's good grease. You need to oil. You need to oil up. You need to. You need to oil the gears. Here's and that's what Del Sandro's does. Sometimes a well-oiled machine is one that runs well, and that's what hey, Del Sandro's clears does. you out, Dutch. And then, I, and then you knew I had to throw a good Delco classic on there. Or, okay, it might not be a Delco classic. Delco, but it's Delco. Delco. And it's great. It, Delco. Anything in Delco is greater than anything in Delaware. That Remember, so we cool. didn't produce the worst president in history, Jack. <laughs> and way to get political at the end of the show. I always do. Oh, Jackson. I, I hate Delaware. So, but yeah, Cocker Pike Steaks, the owner's a nice guy. Hey, that, hey, that no. place, they, they sell huge, their cheesesteaks are like a foot and a half. Like, they do like these extra big ones. So, you so know like, what a foot and a half was if it looked you right in the face. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, before we end yeah, this, they're great. Before we end this, Josh missed you last week. Uh, it's a no, outro, no, you know, you not have, an intro. Your trivia answer, dumbass. Nah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's your true. Thank you. Thank Time you. for everybody's favorite part of the show, 302 Trivia, with your host, Jack Dalton, the mayor of Delaware. Yeah, so the question was, which uh, Eagles running back had the most receiving yards uh, at his career as an Eagle? And the answer was Brian Rustbrook with 3,790 yards. Receiving. Yeah, I was going to guess Darren Sproles. All right, Jackson, now you can feel free. We missed you last week. Shut the fuck up. We missed you last week. <laughs> it's an outro, We're not an here. intro. Hit that intro. <laughs>